Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At the dawn of post-show recaps, all the way back at the start of 2014, one of the first shows we ever produced was our 24 Recap Podcast. Each week for eight weeks, I rewatched an entire season of 24 and recapped the events with the legendary Rob Sesternino. It was a time-crunchy undertaking, almost as severe as Jack Bauer's very worst day. Since that time, Post Show Recaps has launched numerous rewatch podcasts. There was Winter Was Here, our tour through Westeros before the final season of Game of Thrones. There was the Seinfeld podcast, the origin story of Rob and Akiva Nita podcast. These days... PSR is all about the rewatch. There's Lost Down the Hatch and Community Building, just to name a couple, but the list goes on. We take the long view on some of our all-time favorite TV shows of yesteryear, one episode at a time. With that history out of the way, you could say that our latest episodic rewatch podcast series was inevitable, and perhaps even long overdue. But as with all things Jack Bauer, there's no time like the present. Welcome to Worst Day Ever, a 24 podcast. And as we begin our new adventure, first, let's turn back the clock to almost exactly one year ago. The following podcast was recorded on May 24th, 2020, between 5 p.m. and 5.24 p.m. Events occur in real time. I don't know how your day's going, but here on Post Show Recaps, it's the worst day ever. A brand new 24 rewatch podcast here on Post Show Recaps. Some would say an inevitability. How could it have taken this long for a 24 rewatch on Post Show Recaps? Well, things had to get bad enough that worst day ever <laughs> <laughs> would be born. Hi, I'm Josh Wiggler, noted 24 super fan, uh, joined here on the mic with uh with the with the with the Terry to my Jack, uh which means almost I don't know what that it means. means nothing to her at this point in time. Uh twenty four novice, at least twenty four noob Emily Fox, my dear wife, Emily, how are you? Not actually the worst day ever today? No, I would say it's actually a pretty decent day. It's a lovely Sunday. It's a Sunday. The date is May twenty fourth, twenty 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 fourth. Emily, May twenty fourth, twenty twenty. The symbolic symbolism. Yeah, the symbolic symbolism of May twenty fourth. Doing really well right now. It's the worst day ever here. Uh, as we are, we, we're recording this. Obviously, uh, you know the world is what it is right now. The world ain't great. Uh, there, there are there are silver linings. There's patches of sunshine. 
through uh, that well, are that are the only thing through. to really look forward to these days, isn't it? Emily went for a walk with some friends. I was going to go for the walk with some friends, and instead, I took a Xanax to calm my nerves because I am very, 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 very anxious about going outside at all right now. And I ended up in like a deep zombie sleep, and I feel very tired currently. Currently, I truly feel like a zombie. And this is a project. <laughs> this is a project that Emily and I have been talking about doing for probably two weeks now. Uh, and uh, we we had one false start a few like like a week back where there was a lot of pressure on the performance to begin, and it didn't go great. And it was a little bit of an wow, argument. Wow, we're really letting it all out. I mean, it's the truth, right? Yeah. And then Wasn't like, I kind of a dick? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then last night you were like, "I can just do this with someone else," and I was like, "Uncool." Yeah, you, you haven't even to do pitched it. another well, thought, like, thought, time to do I it. I thought that you didn't want to do it, but I think that you wanted to do it. And I think right now, in the spirit of twenty four, is actually the perfect time to start. Uh, because as you're going to see on 24, Jack... This is going to give me perspective. I'm going to realize <laughs> that like my woes aren't nearly as bad as a one Jack Bauer. Well, what you're really going to realize, Emily, is that Jack Bauer and I have so much in common. Um, we're both unstoppable. You, you both look exactly the same. We both look exactly the same. When I first started dating you, my mom was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is that Jack Bauer? Is that Kiefer Sutherland? Is that Jack Bauer is what she would say? Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll notice that Jack Bauer works for an agency called CTU, Counter-Terrorist Unit, and I I own a t-shirt that says... I was just going to say, are you wearing it right I now? I <laughs> own a t-shirt that says CTU on the front and CTU Bauer on the back, and I've owned it since the start of 24, I'm and I still sure wear it with regularity. I asked you about it and made the connection that it was a 24 piece of merchandise maybe mm-hmm. like three years ago. Yeah, it took you a long time. So you um, you and I, Emily Fox and I, have known each other for a very long time. We've known each other since 2003. Since 2003. Uh, which is when season three of 24 was airing. Um, and our relationship, it's some of the best days ever. Some of the best days ever in our relationship. But globally, culturally, we are experiencing many of our worst days ever. And maybe for some perspective or some mixture of perspective and hearty laughter, maybe some horror along the way. Oh, there's horror? Well, there's definitely some stuff that doesn't go great. <laughs> uh, and it's also probably going to hold up fairly poorly in some of the political arenas. Maybe less so in season one than in future seasons, though we may not encounter future seasons. I thought like now would be a... What, you don't think I have the stamina to I don't up? know. I don't know if you do. You don't do. think that I'm Jack Bauer? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just that not... That I can't handle <laughs> Emily, I'm 24 just, episodes I'm, across multiple seasons? I'm just, How dare you? I'm just not sure. If, uh, if anything, COVID-19 has made me more resilient than you would believe. Yeah, well, just wait for COVID-24. Oh, so, God. <laughs> so, so, so we're hopping into it. Uh, we're at this moment in time where, yeah, there are still some new TV shows. Not many are being uh, produced at the moment in time, certainly as we are recording this. We're recording this again on May 24th. May 24th, 2020, uh, with some, uh, ideally with some time to spare before the podcast actually drops. We're trying to build up a few uh, episodes of the podcast before we release this thing. Um, and I, I think what we're going to find here is, uh, is, is a bit of a reprieve from everything that's going on right now because Jack Bauer is just having the shittiest day possible <laughs> on day one of 24, which is a season of the show you have not seen. But this was like the worm turned for me on television in a lot of ways. Like I often say that like Lost and Survivor are sort of the the two twin pillars of my TV fandom. And Final Fantasy, the video game series, is the thing that like got me like really, really spinning 
in terms of like what big epic storytelling can do, especially when it's interactive. But 24, I think, was like my gateway into a certain kind of television and falling in love with it because yeah. uh, season one came out when I was in junior high, a uh, junior high, when I was a junior in high school, I'm really tired. I really am like genuinely enough, starting enough. this Keep podcast going. Keep going. with like you a Xanax this. hangover right now. Yeah, you really do look hungover. I don't. And <laughs> you look like you got hit by a, a 12 pack of beer. Yeah, we don't have a video on this one. Uh, it's just just the voice. Also, but like, <laughs> let's spare you the terrible second haircut I've given you. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's all right. It's it looks right. okay. There's just a tuft in the back. There is a little bit of a tuft in the um, back. Uh, but it. it, it all right, so a tough intro. So let me get back into to where I was. Is that this show? Like, I I caught it. Um, I think about a third of the way through the season, maybe a little bit less or slightly more. And there's one episode. And I'm looking forward to getting to it with you, where I'll tell you this was the first episode of 24 I ever watched, and I was hooked. So I was an 11th grader. And from that moment forward, not only did I never miss an episode of 24, but it became like a really big mission of like. Anything remotely like this that is out there right now, I want it. I want my hands on it. I want my eyes on it. It's how I became a big alias fan. How possessive of you. I knew. And I really, <laughs> really, like, really started getting into it. Uh, I had been like sporadically watching Oz at that point. Oh I really God. got into Oz yeah. at that point. And we've already done a rewatch of that. Well, not for any podcasting purposes. <laughs> I don't think we... I mean, talk about worst day ever. <laughs> <laughs> worst life sentence ever. Uh, I don't think the Oz rewatch is happening anytime soon. Can we, can we talk about my TV experience too? Just so we're like getting a really full picture of the background. Of yeah. Like, but, what are my favorite shows? Well, according but, to you, actually. Well, because I'll say that like I, I then got hooked on 24 and never missed an episode, even when season six was terrible. Dog okay. shit. Absolutely awful. Noted. Um, but I, 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 pr- I pushed through and like that really defined the types of shows that I started to seek out, which then de- the shows that I sought out and found like lost to find so much else. Um, Emily, this is, this is a show that is like so antithetical to everything that you're into. <laughs> Right? Maybe not so much now because, like, you've been in a relationship with me for 14 years. So I think, like, such a long time. So I think it's the worst 14 years ever. <laughs> so I think, like, some of my bullshit has, has rubbed off onto you. I mean, we've been doing a deep dive of terrible Al Pacino movies. Yeah, it's a shame that there's so many. I mean, I guess it's not. Is so, it? Yeah, it's a shame. Like, I instantly <laughs> regretted that I called it a shame. It's a thing yeah, that there are thing. so many shitty Al Pacino movies and they are treasures. Yeah, they, they are. are treasures and emily and i I gotta catch them all they're like pokemon they really are like pokemon (laughs) and they're spawning more and more every single day um this is just not your thing Uh, at least when you were according uh, to you what's my thing emily knows fresh prince inside and out like you know every single moment from fresh prince an episode of french fresh prince french prince an episode (laughs) of fresh prince could come on and like just by like a scene you know exactly which episode it is uh, you loved the Cosby Show growing up as a kid. That was a that was a show of yours. I mean, it's problematic now because of the He Who Shall Not Be Named. But right, the rest Voldemort. Of it was great. But the rest of it was great. Yeah. Um, you were like a, like a Miller Boyette gal. I mean, everybody was at our everyone. Age. Everyone at some point in time found themselves being a Miller Boyette gal. Yeah. Um, give what me some else? others. Give me some others. I mean, I loved all the WB shows. Okay. Before it turned into what it, I mean, and now it's the CW. It's the CW yeah. now. And there's I was like super- Fox Family, and then no, I'm like, oh god, a that's of, a really long time. There's ago. a lot of there's a lot of superheroes. Yeah, involved. I watched Buffy. I watched Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. I watched Felicity. Felicity's still one of my favorite shows. Yes, 
I don't know. I had a lot of feelings. Freaks and geeks. I think yeah, you like, freaks you like, and geeks. Was you were very favorites. well. You were. You, I mean, you've got the. We've got the receipts to back it up. You were. You were boy crazy in high school. Yeah. You loved your. You loved your boys. <laughs> the Backstreet Boys. The, the Backstreet Boys for one, and all Leonardo the, DiCaprio still love him. The many many crushes that Emily Fox had. They are legendary. They are myriad. Uh, yeah. They're both are, in real life and like on the big screen. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So maybe we can dig up some of your fan fiction on. Uh, ironically, Emily, <laughs> while you were writing fan fiction about the Backstreet Boys and the yes. things that would happen should you and the Backstreet Boys ever meet, I was writing fan fiction about Jack Bauer and Tony Almeida <laughs> and the counter-terrorist unit agents at CTU. Uh, That's and, what you wrote? And David Palmer. I wrote about a lot of fan fiction. I was really into fan fiction I mean, fiction at least you've parlayed into a successful career. I'm to just some like degree. I'm a pathetic <laughs> person that goes to a, like a Backstreet you, Boys concert every once in a while. Hell no, Emily Fox. It brought you and I together here for this moment in time for Worst Day Ever, <laughs> a 24 <laughs> podcast. Uh, where And now here we are 10 minutes into the podcast where we're about to reveal what the podcast is. Because maybe you think, yeah. you know, like maybe you've like caught on to the idea. All right. So here's what's up. We're rewatching. Well, I'm rewatching. Emily is watching yeah. season one mm-hmm. of Fox's 24. Emily Fox's 24 by the end <laughs> of this thing. Starring Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Bauer. Uh, a government agent who, at midnight on the day of the California presidential primary, who having already stayed up for an entire day before the show begins, embarks on what is easily the worst day ever until like the eight or nine other worst days ever that he has. Moving on from season one of 24. We're going to watch every episode of season one. The podcast is going to be spoiler free. Because Emily has not seen 24. So if you're a big 24 fan like me, some of the fun will be like the provocative ways we talk around some of the spoilers. Uh, some of the takes that Emily has along the way where you're either going to be like really on or wildly off. Do you it, think that that'll happen though? Yes. I yes. won't see a lot of it coming. No, no. You probably will see some things coming and then I'm going to have to poker face it. And I think that I can do that. Okay. Should I put on a mask? Uh, to we have a plethora <laughs> that we've of got masks so many masks. Should I put on a mask so that you can't see um, my reactions? That might be a bit. Could be. Uh, we'll we'll see how we're how we're Only feeling. Only if it's like a Kiefer Sutherland jawline. Oh well, I actually have <laughs> a Kiefer Sutherland Halloween mask that I could just put on. It's like Kiefer Sutherland's whole head. I don't own that. That would be terrifying. That would be amazing. If I just opened a drawer and it do was they exist? Back at me? Do they exist? Do you think a Kiefer Sutherland Kiefer? Sutherland Googling. It's auto-filling, Josh. It's auto-filling. It's auto-filling. It's auto-filling. Watch out. Uh, all right. Keep for Sutherland mask. Uh, keep for Sutherland oh, celebrity mask. There you go. Oh, they exist. They exist. His eyes are cut out. Um, they're, yeah. Let's go to the shopping. We're going that to the That sh- looks like a face. Oh, my God. There's like. Oh, Pez. There's, there's like a Pez dispenser mask. It doesn't look like there's a lot of like actual just like masks. There's like a bust of him. There's a bust of him. I Can don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on seeing if I can't find myself uh, a Kiefer One Sutherland mask scale. Yeah, that's for like Kiefer. an that's for like an action figure. Uh, what if you got a? I can't like hide the I can't hide behind an action figure. <laughs> well, you could carve thing. out the face. It's like hiding behind a tree. I just don't think that that's really gonna gonna work. 
Um, but we are going to we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be going through every single episode. Emily hasn't seen the show; she doesn't know what she's getting into. I'm gonna poker face it because I know everything. So th- it'll be fun to to listen to everything because we'll recap the episodes. We'll tell you what's going on. I think we're gonna spend a lot of time like stopping down on the ridiculousness of what's going on because a lot of ridiculous stuff happens. Kim Bauer and her entire storyline is a thing, so we're gonna have to talk through all of that. What kind of phone does he have? It's the, the is it like a Nokia? Um. I mean, I think he's got like there's like sat phones that show up. Uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, well, we'll get there. Okay. There's like sat phones, there's radios. I think that there's like a oh, there is like a, a very early on in uh, the first uh, third of the season where he's like, hold on. Well, that's the that's the well the, well the CTU ringtone is iconic, uh, and we'll definitely have the CTU ringtone to discuss. Uh, there's lots of phone calls at CTU, which is the which is the organization where everything takes place. Um, but we'll get it. We'll get it all of that if you've watched the show i think you're gonna have a fun time like uh re-experiencing it through our recap re-experiencing it through i'll give you like my takes as 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 i'm going back as a as a rewatcher, uh and then maybe at some point in time if we want to do like a big spoiler edition i'll just hop on here alone just off of the situation jack bauer finds himself in um, wow i know this just took a turn <laughs> very, very did you hear the tone of your voice <laughs> are you okay i'm it's the worst day ever. Um, and and but otherwise it's gonna be me and Emily because Emily, I think Emily I've I've exposed you to some things in our relationship that some are so, pop culture things. Yeah, that are certainly not like things that like you would have naturally gotten to on your own had we not collided, I think. In the same way that like there is stuff from you that has come to me. I'm trying um, to think of like a great example of something that I probably wouldn't have done if you weren't around. Yeah, I like don't know. almost crushed the entire Sopranos cast from a step and repeat on a red carpet. On a red on carpet. a red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. tripped over like one of those dividers and it almost fell forward and, and hit everybody. That was embarrassing. Yeah, and if I hadn't met you, I wouldn't know how to scrub a toilet. Uh, and <laughs> even arguably now, I don't quite know how to do say, it correctly. I don't think you still. Know <laughs> I don't know that I do. But there's a lot of types of questions about 24, which uh, it 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 was uh, it rig- originally aired in the wake of 9/11, like really right. really yeah. quickly after. So 9/11. it's very topical in that way. Well, yeah, it was it, it happened. It, so it aired like very, I think like a month or so after 9/11. Um, Wasn't I, it arguably something where they thought about not airing? Yes, because they're yeah. as, as you'll see, the first episode is uh, is evocative for that that period of time, yeah. um, and uh, they I think they pushed it by a, a solid month or so. Um, it was coming out around like it was supposed to come out right around the same time that Band of Brothers came out, which was in yeah. September of two thousand one. Um, and it came out, I think, instead at like the end of October, if I'm if I'm remembering it right. Um, there's there's a lot that like it was. What like, nights were it, were was it on? I don't remember Tuesdays. I don't remember probably Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know off the top of my head. I don't recall. I bet you it was supposed to come out on nine eleven. It's I have no idea. Or like the day. The I, next day I'm sure day. you could. I'm sure you can look it up. I'm sure you could research it. Um, I'm not really sure the answer to that. Um, but it, you know, it's an evocative spy thriller show with Kiefer Sutherland, who was an actor that I really, really loved at the time. Anyway, because I loved Young Guns. He was Doc Skurlock, one of the one of the gang. 
of Billy the Kid, uh, and he's uh, one of the only holdovers from Young Guns 1, spoiler alert, into Young Guns 2. So I was pretty excited that Kiefer Sutherland was getting to play this very different character as far as I had been concerned at that point in time. And then there's a bunch of other characters that are in here. You know David Palmer, Dennis Haysbert. Is- I don't know his real name because he always <laughs> said, hey, it's David Palmer. Yeah. And like all of like the, what, is it Allstate commercials? It's the Allstate commercials. Are you in good hands? Yeah. Uh, that's Allstate stand. Uh, is David Palmer, who is uh, the big political operator in, uh, in season one of 24 and is an iconic character uh, in pop culture beyond that. Uh, and there's a few other people that we're going to meet along the way here. Um, and what I keep talking around, and I need to start talking about it soon, because the promise of the format is creeping upon us, is this is what we're going to do here on Worst Day Ever here on Post Show Recaps, our 24 rewatch slash watch. We're going to watch every episode of 24 Season 1, right? Yeah. We're going to do that. Um, we are going to limit ourselves. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like how... We are going to limit ourselves to 24 minutes of conversation about any given episode of 24, which means it's going to be like a 24-minute podcast every single time at the max, not counting intro-outro music. Who knows what that's going to do? That may add some time. Um, So you need to be a little less loquacious is what you're saying. Or the problem is going to be (laughs) I'm going to be very loquacious, and there are going to be elements of an episode that we didn't discuss. And either if that stuff I feel is very important and we need to keep talking about it, we're going to bump that to the next podcast, or we just don't talk about it at all. Oh, what if the bleeping comes on? Oh, no. That requires a level of post-production on the podcast here that I am frankly uninterested in, uh, okay, in, in in pursuing. But if you would like to bleep bloop as we get closer to the 24 minutes, Maybe I'm certainly I'll not Maybe I'll find opposed. a recording of it and just play it on this mic. Uh, but we're, 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 we're going to do that where every episode is going to be 24 minutes or shorter. And I know that there are people who listen to Down the Hatch, the Lost Rewatch podcast here on Poster Recaps, who are dying of laughter right now because those episodes of the podcast we're supposed to all be under 108 minutes. Yeah, how are you and we doing could, with we that didn't, one? We never released a single episode that was 100 under 108 minutes. Yeah, they're they're you're all monsters. they're all like two and a half to three. Hours. Yeah, you're both monsters. But you won't stand for that. No, I won't. You're not going to stand for that. You're going to keep us honest. For lack of a better uh, way of saying this, I got shit to do. You got shit to yeah. do, and I think it's going to be. <laughs> I think it's going to be compelling because I think that there's going to be a lot of times where you're not really going to want to talk about what happened on 24 anyway. And Why? Think, I'll be upset. No, it's not that you'll be upset. It's like you may be bored at points i think is possible i think you're just not going to be interested in exploring certain things where the types of things that you're going to be interested in exploring we're going to really focus in on where i'm like why hasn't jack eaten in like three episodes there's a part there's a there's a parking lot party that i think you're going to have a lot of questions about coming up very quickly uh (laughs) so like that's the kind of thing that i think that we may get hung up on here so if you're looking for like a very serious deep dive recap into 24 we're not your people <laughs> i don't think we're your people but i think that we're gonna be uh we're gonna be able to like you know there's probably gonna be some kvetching about the state of the world kvetching about where we currently are in our lives and as did we're- jack bauer do anything to make it better or worse? <laughs> as we're going through this podcast uh we will uh you know it, it may be itself the podcast may itself be a little bit dated because we are trying to record these in a little bit of a batch and this is the other shoe to drop emily that not only are these podcasts going to be 24 minutes in length, we're going to be dropping them four times a week. 24-4, baby. We are going 24-minute episodes 
four times a week here on Post Show Recaps. Uh, and because it's a 24-episode season of television, we're going to be doing this for six weeks is, is how long we're going to go through season one. And because they're short, hopefully you can like you can either be following along daily or you can like tune in and out. You can bob and weave. It's a good exercise, uh, you know, span of time. You know, you could go for a walk yeah, around up, the apartment or yeah. whatever it is you're going to do. By uh, the way, you have three minutes left. I know I have three minutes left, and I'm really struggling. Hurry up. So that's what we're going to do. Twenty four four is the format. Uh, this week, obviously, being the first week, we're launching this episode, and then we're going to give you four episodes after that. So this will be twenty four five. But typically, it's, <laughs> <laughs> do I call it a twenty four five? Typically, it'll be twenty. 24- 244 we will let you know if that plan changes at right. any point along the way uh but this is the journey we'll ha- we'll want to have like feedback stop downs at certain points maybe that's going to be patron exclusive maybe that's going to be uh, a special bonus episode we'll figure that out if you're not a patron of post show recaps yet good incentive to become one emily fox and i will be active in the discord uh to talk to you about 24 we'll have 24 no spoilers 24 spoilers so you can join the discord there uh go to uh, patreon.postshowrecaps uh, patreon.com slash postshowrecaps for more info on how to become a patron of postshowrecaps perks right off the bat oh, wow. emily fox um but that's the plan 24 4 here on worst day ever uh, Emily, are you excited about this? Pretty excited. Are you nervous? No, not at all. No, you're ready. You're ready to finally witness it because this has been a show that I've talked about for a very long time. And I saw Kiefer Sutherland once at like a Dwayne Reed. Excuse I, me. <laughs> I was walking with some friends who were visiting New York, and I found him in like the Band-Aid aisle. Oh my god! All right, well we're gonna have. And to, I was like, oh man, we're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have to talk about that, but we are swiftly running out of time. That's a great cliffhanger. Lots of cliffhangers in episodes. What band aids did he buy? What band aids did he buy? Well, we'll find out as we watch the first episode of Twenty Four in our next podcast. You can check them out on Hulu. Twenty Four is on Hulu, uh, and I'm sure if you go on like Amazon, you can probably buy a season of Twenty Four. But find your episodes of, of Twenty Four season one. We will talk them through. That like even if you're not watching along, this should still be a pretty fun ride. Yeah. I'm really excited, Emily Fox. It's been a minute since you and I have had a podcast together. I think that this is going to be a really stupid one to do, and I'm really excited (laughs) about it. I think so, too. All right, everybody. Uh, Worst day ever has commenced. The longest day of our lives is about to consume over the next six weeks. Let's do it. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, folks, it's Josh Wiggler coming your way from the relative present, recording these words on May 30th, 2021, to provide some insight on what you just listened to and what it means for the podcast moving forward. So that was myself and Emily, who are going to be your co-pilots here on Worst Day Ever, recording our preview of the podcast back in May of 2020, uh, a full year ago and change. Uh, We were initially planning on doing Worst Day Ever, the 24 podcast, to coincide with the initial launch date of the Post Show Recaps Patreon. We were originally going to launch on June 1st, 
2020. We ended up pushing it to October 2020. Never got back into 24 mode, but we're back. Uh, we At the start of May, I put out the call. If We, we were very close to 500 patrons of post-show recaps. If we got to that number by the end of May, we would rev up 24. Worst day ever. We were really excited about it. We were really hopeful that we could hit that goal. Uh, and we did. We hit that goal within like a week of putting out that call. Uh, so much faster than I could have ever imagined. I was so excited about it. Uh, so for the last several weeks, we've been really hyped about getting back into 24 mode. So uh, I want to thank the people who signed up for the Posture Recaps Patreon for that push specifically. Uh, without you, this podcast is not happening. I think this is going to be a really, really fun podcast. Um, obviously, some things have changed between when we recorded that preview and now. Some things haven't. Emily and I are still in the minds of Al Pacino. Like, we're still watching a shitty Al Pacino movie almost every week. It's been great. Uh, maybe not quite every week, but multiple times a month. Uh, and obviously, things are, you know, taking a turn for the better, hopefully, in, in many ways. Um, though, <laughs> maybe mentally in some ways, I'm still very much the same person. But one thing that has fundamentally changed is where TV was and what our availability was like uh, between then and now. Uh, back in you know May 2020, the idea of like new television content was almost hard to fathom. Production had been stopped, uh, you know, all across the board for the most part. Um, there weren't new shows um, in June. Like we were kind of like, well, what do we got going on on, on post show recaps? Do we just have to do like a thousand rewatch podcasts? And one of the ideas was like, let's do short burst 24 podcasts multiple times a week that way everybody gets cool stuff in their feed at a regular pace uh that is obviously unsustainable it was probably no no probably about it It was unsustainable then for sure we would have run into a huge problem it's definitely unsustainable now so let me correct the record a year later as we are actually launching into this podcast 24 worst day ever the podcast it's not coming out multiple times a week that was crazy. It is coming out once a week. 24 Worst Day Ever, the podcast will be hitting your feeds on Mondays, every Monday for the next several weeks uh, with a different episode of 24 being podcasted about in each one of these podcasts. So forget what I said four days a week. That was crazy. That Josh Wiggler has no idea what he's what he's talking about. That was, that was some chicanery. Jack Bauer couldn't have even done it. Uh, so that's not happening once a week. Worst Day Ever. And this is the part where, like, you, you down the hatch people may still be laughing at me. We are still aiming for 24 minutes of podcast. Uh, you know, additional time for the intro and the outro songs notwithstanding, the ads notwithstanding. That's going to add time to the clock. So if you're just, like, looking at your podcast feed and you see, like, 26 minutes and you go, oh, look at them. Like, you know, there's uh, the intro, outro ads that are going to add time to the clock. But we are really seriously trying to do this at 24 minutes. Emily Fox ain't got time for a 90-minute recap podcast. Part of the draw for her, and really the draw for me, is to like bake in like some of like the stressful, time-crunchy Jack Bauer stuff into the recap format. So we think that it's going to be really fun. We think it's going to be really loosey-goosey. Uh, and we think it's a different kind of podcast than what we normally do on post-show recaps, where we do these huge, insane deep dives uh, on, you know, like sometimes even just like 20 minutes of television, we'll put like 90 minutes to that. Um, this is not going to be that. This is going to be a rapid fire, uh, contained podcasting with lots of ridiculous rambling, the ticking clock element. If we get to 24 minutes and we haven't finished an episode of the podcast, we're going to have to click the clock 
uh, we're going to have to, the, the bomb's going to go off and the podcast is going to explode. I know I've said this before on other podcasts. We really mean it this time. That's going to happen. We will stop down for feedback every few episodes. And when we do, the podcast is there. will obviously be longer. Then the clock is out the window. So um, we're going to have uh, feedback on episode four coming up. You can send that in, josh at postshowrecaps.com. Send it my way, josh at postshowrecaps.com. If you've got feedback for the first four episodes of season one of 24, um, you can keep it spoiler-filled or spoiler-free. It doesn't really matter. I've seen the show. That email is just coming directly to me, Josh at PoshoRecaps.com. If it's spoiler-filled, we'll save it for a different thing uh, that I'll tell you about in a second. But we will have those like longer stop-downs where we can get into like Emily Fox's really zany theory bending, where like she's trying to figure out what's going on, having not seen the show before. I'll be cagey. We can do deeper dives into the characters once we go into those feedback shows. We're aiming for like four, every four episodes is where we want to do that. So those episodes will be longer. But otherwise, we are aiming for 24 uh, minutes uh, a podcast. Uh, famous last words, but I do think we can do it. We have recorded the first three-episode recaps, and they are all in that frame. And they are all very, very, very fun. Uh, so I think you will enjoy those very much. Uh, I hope you will, at the very least. Um, to that point about spoilers, um, we are additionally throughout the season, we're going to have spoiler-filled uh, Worst Day Ever specials, calling them uh, CTU, uh, Worst Day Ever CTU, for the spoiler-filled crowd, people who've watched the season already, maybe watched the entire show already, and want to talk about it in vivid detail. This is where we get to talk about how... And also how we get to get into like that one time where, oh my god, Jack Bauer... If you want to know more about that stuff, uh, we are going to be doing those spoiler-filled podcasts for the patrons of Post Show Recaps. Those are going to be happening throughout the season. We'll update you here on Worst Day Ever when those spoiler-filled CTU podcasts are happening. If you want to listen to them, if you want to make sure you never miss it, sign up to become a patron at the $5 level to get our exclusive podcast feed. Patreon.com slash recaps. Patreon dot com slash post show recaps um it's an amazing time to become a patron of the show it's uh, june 1st as this podcast is being released it's the start of a month you get charged at the start of a month so it's always a great time to sign up worst day ever again i can't uh re-emphasize this enough this podcast isn't possible if not for hitting that 500 patron threshold by the end of may uh people we put out the call and, and you answered the call and we could not possibly be more grateful for for that so we want to reward those people who signed up uh by giving them something exclusive in the 24 arena that's where these spoiler filled podcasts are going to live you're going to get a lot of extra value in addition to the 24 stuff um that exclusive patron podcast feed includes uh our weekly movie club post show recaps theater that emily fox and i co-host so if you love emily and i together you'll love that podcast i've also started doing regular amas where people are just asking me whatever they want to you know ask me about and i'm happy to answer them we're doing that in podcast form you get early access to certain episodes of the podcast like down the hatch and community building and much more 
Kickstarter. Um, and you're also just supporting our ability to do these shows. Uh, you know, this is a, a podcast that we're able to do thanks to our community for people who are uh, directly supporting post-show recap. So if you've ever derived enjoyment or meeting from post-show, um, if this podcast has has helped you through some of your worst days ever, uh, and you'd like to, to uh, you know, send some thanks back or some good vibes back, signing up for the Patreon um, is definitely a way to do that. It supports me. It supports the hosts on this network. So I do, uh, do want to just put that out there, patreon.com slash post-show recaps at any level that you are comfortable with. Uh, we are so appreciative of anybody who is able to sign up um so with that being said because we want the first day ever of worst day ever to be the best day ever we're not just giving you this 24 preview we're not just previewing the podcast we're also giving you the recap of the series premiere of 24 which again like that preview was not just recorded over a year ago at this point but was actually recorded just like a few hours after we recorded that initial preview so once again we're gonna say four days a week disregard that's not what we're doing uh but everything else uh like in terms of the time uh in terms of our our takes those are as they lie i think you're gonna enjoy them this will certainly at least give you an idea of what the podcast is going to be all about as we embark on worst day ever next week it's episode two it's a 24 minute podcast get ready enjoy the double-sized episode now while you've got it we'll be back for episode three the following week another 24 minute podcast and episode four we'll stop down for a little bit longer for feedback with all of that said let's listen in on our recap of episode one enjoy the following podcast was recorded on May 24th, 2020, between 9.12 p.m. and 9.36 p.m. Events occur in real time. 24 rewatch slash first watch podcast here on Post Show Recaps. Hello, everybody. I'm Josh Wiggler. I'm I'm joined here by by Emily Fox, who has just experienced her first full episode of 24. Emily, how are you doing? I feel elated. You feel great, right? I feel electrified. <laughs> <laughs> um, you seemed like you were really in it. You were like so much more into it than I expected you to be. <laughs> well, you made a you made a hard rule where you were like, "This is not an iPhone time to be like watching TV passively," and yeah. I'm like, "That's you, man. I can I can tap in. I can pay attention." And like, sure, I don't know that much about the the history behind this, so I'm I'm game. I'm ready to do this. Yeah. So we watched the first episode of 24. For those who missed the preview show, this is worst day ever. We are watching 24. We are watching four episodes of 24 a week. Off four, to a terrible start. Four podcasts <laughs> a week. We've got four podcasts a week coming your way here. Every podcast is going to be 24 minutes or less. That's a guarantee. If we miss plot points, if we're running out of time, sorry, that's it. That's the podcast. <laughs> Emily Fox, not going to tolerate more than a 
124 minute podcast. So that's the setup. Subscribe <laughs> to the podcast if you have not done so already. Uh, and if you've got any questions for us, any feedback, you can hit us up on the Twitter bots. I'm at Round Howard. Emily's at Emilet. Uh, or you can, uh, you can sign up for the post show recaps Patreon where we've got the patron discord and you can talk to us about 24 in there. This is spoiler free. I have seen all of 24. Emily has seen none of 24. And as far as this being your first exposure, Emily, uh, there were like uh, moments where you were laughing really, really hard. Yes. Um, and then there were moments where you were gasping, like legitimate surprises. <laughs> this is one of the twistiest shows. Like that's one of the things that 24 is like really remembered for. Uh, yeah. It was like uh, cliffhanger, cliffhanger city nonstop. Well, I'm really proud of myself because I was like, oh, I have to take really serious notes. Like this is going to be like really high impact. <laughs> And, like, my first note on this is Victor, first guy. We don't have time for that. Move on. Yeah, you don't have time for that. That guy's in Kuala Lumpur. Um, he activates something. We got to keep going. Yeah, you don't have time yeah. for Victor. No, okay, no, so no, no, no. so here's how we're going to do this. Um, <laughs> I I have I have notes. I have broken down the episode Great. on my in my marble notebook. Uh, I have I have my Marvel notebook Which here. Which has your brother's name on it, it has, too. It's yes. like you didn't have enough. To no, like, we shared the book. Yeah, you had to share. We shared. This. We shared the book. So your this is, mead composition. This is my book. mead composition book from a long time ago. I wrote copious notes as the episode was going. I am going to run through the episode, okay. Emily, and stop me where you need to. And then once we're through the episode, hopefully we still have time to talk about stuff and cherry pick some of the things that you really want to talk about. Does okay, sound, you better hurry the hell All up. All right, so here we go. So the episode begins 12 p.m. <laughs> it's midnight on the day of the California presidential primary. Kiefer Sutherland uh, very dutifully informs us events are going to occur in real time, which was not a surprise for you. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah, but I actually was trying to keep a timestamp on everything, so I was impressed that they were pretty true. Yeah, they stayed. it's the format, Fox. Yeah. Like, it's not like, you know, uh, and definitely like nothing happens in the episode that wouldn't make sense in the time constraints, so it's very, very on point. As you say, <laughs> it begins in Kuala Lumpur. And this, and this, and this, Lumpur. Do and, you know where that is? No. Malaysia, Josh. Okay, so that's where, <laughs> that, it's, it's 4 p.m. It's afternoon time there, and this dude, Victor, who Emily goes, is that Tony Almeida? Uh, <laughs> because Emily knows that I love Tony Almeida as played by Carlos Bernard, and at first I was really impressed because Carlos Bernard's name flashed on the screen, and you're like, is that Tony Almeida? And, and you were actually referring to the guy, Victor, yeah. who, uh, spoiler alert, keep going, keep going. I don't think you ever see you him don't again. Have time. Um, also some notes from the credits. Uh, Leslie Hope, uh, her, who plays Terry Bauer, her name came up, and Emily goes, "Is that Leslie Nope?" That's uh, a joke. Oh, I thought it, I thought you meant it. A uh, note from me is Dennis Haysbert, who plays David Palmer, um, <laughs> running for president here uh, on the day of the California presidential primary. There is like a gigantic space between the words Dennis and Haysbert. It is like this enormous gulf between Dennis and Haysbert. But I, what does it mean? What does it mean, indeed? Anyway, this guy Victor, he's got to log into like some dial-up bullshit uh, <laughs> as as he has as he has to call all the way back to to L.A. And uh, meanwhile, back in Los Angeles, this guy who's like the most important person at CTU, it's the counterterrorist unit. Uh, his name is Richard Walsh. Uh, is like at the middle of like a soiree, and he gets a phone call, and the phone call goes, "There's David Palmer. David Palmer's the target." Also, it's a weeknight. I'm upset that everyone's up. 
it's you to know, the extent that they are. It's the night before the California presidential primary. People are excited. People a are soiree electrified. that late? It was a late soiree. You have R- work to do. Richard Walsh, uh, the actor whose name I'm blanking on, unfortunately, uh, had just appeared in the Al Pacino movie, Sea of Love. Uh, that we just watched last that night. That we just watched last night. Uh, obviously, we, we are recording this a couple of hours after our preview No podcast. spoilers for that 1989 thriller, but oh boy. No, here's a spoiler. He dies in the movie. <laughs> he doesn't make it in the movie. He dies in the movie, and he had a chance. He could have told yeah, Al Pacino what. What's up? Could have told Al Pacino what's up. You know what? Sometimes you die for your sins. 12.02 in the morning, and Mm. David Palmer and the team, they are still at work. And David Palmer is played by Dennis Haysbert. He's running for the Democratic nomination. First black presidential Uh, nominee. He's with with a serious chance at winning the White House, is what's said throughout the episode. And I think, like, even if you don't know 24 very well, you very likely know David Palmer. You very likely know Dennis Haysbert. I mean, Emily, this is a spoiler-free podcast, but, like... You very well know that Barack Obama was president after this. You know, and like, I think, I think, I think there's like some levity and like understanding to this, and well, we can like, well, I think so, and and I, I think the other piece too is like the the plot line this year is there's like an assassination attempt that is brewing against David Palmer, right. who is running for president. Right. But when you're having the conversations with people of like, who are the best fictional presidents of all time? Very often, like one of the answers is David Palmer, man. Of course, so it's like, sorry, Emily. Clearly, Palmer's gonna make it. Like, Palmer's clearly gonna make it. Yeah, no, he's you've clearly talked about gonna, him too much for him he's to clear, just be like he's, a two or three episodes. He's, he's clearly going to be okay. So he made it through that one day. But so, but some shit may go down surrounding David Palmer over okay. the course of this. All right, day. moving on, moving um, on. But they're working on the brunch. They've got a speech. Or they're not working on the brunch. They're working on a speech. They're talking about a historic occasion. Palmer says that sounds like brunch. A historic occasion. He doesn't Ew. like the words historic hate occasion. That. No, um, I, I hate the idea. You, you don't like historic. brunch. Uh, so he settles on a, a, a historic day, a historic day, and indeed it will be. We get our first sighting of Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Bauer with Alicia Cuthbert as Kim Bauer. Would you have guessed that the first time you laid eyes on Jack Bauer on 24 would be him playing chess with his daughter and then him wolfing down or trying to wolf down a small little snack pack of Jello from the fridge? Yeah, I was wondering about all of that. He looks really young in this, though. He is. I will say, um, this is before high def, so like I see every pore in his face. <laughs> he looks good. He does look good, considering. He looks um, great. Yeah, he's like really playing like this like great dad to an angsty teenager. He's a daughter. dad. He's been gone for a while, right? Um, like that's what we find out is he's. As been I mentioned earlier, it's a school night, and you're okay with your daughter being up this late. I was at bed at nine p.m. every single. Seems like night. a personal problem that you should be working out. In I'm a, really upset on a anyway, platform other than a podcast. Then we meet his wife. Yes, who Emily looks at uh, Leslie Hope, who plays Terry Bauer, and exclaims, "Julie Andrews." Uh, <laughs> is what I have in my notes is Emily going, Julie Andrews. Her hair is just so short. She, she looks like Julie Andrews to Emily. Yeah. Um, and so really like, a blunt cut. And Kim, well, a blunt cut. Kim Bauer is uh, not a fan of her mother. Um, she goes off to her room. At first, she's like trying to like get dad on her side because Jack has, he's recently moved back. Yeah, in. so Seems that's like there was trouble in yeah, paradise. Yeah, that's a head scratcher. Uh, and Jack has moved back in and uh, 
Kim's like, what about her? How's she treating you? And she's like, I'd, I'd appreciate it if you called your mother by her name, Mom. Um, Such a cool dad. Very cool dad. Uh, so Jack and Terry are like kind of like lightly fighting, and Jack tells Terry, like, look, let's go tell her that she can't pit us against each other. I don't other. think it's lightly fighting. If anything, she's like, listen, this is one of the this issues that cool. we were dealing with before, but like now that you're back, like, we gotta let's deal make with it this right. Together. We gotta deal with and this like, together. And like she was really, I think, happy about him being a little bit more insightful and understanding right right so, so he's like yeah let's make it like, all right i work. won't even eat this jello and i'm definitely not going to be thinking about all day how i could have eaten the jello and at least be running on some sort of food sustenance uh for the next uh, uh 23 hours and also like i'm terror. not tired at all. and i'm not tired at all yet i definitely wasn't about to go to sleep he was yeah. definitely not in his pajamas yeah. Yeah. um and then so he and, and terry walked down the hall towards kim's bedroom and in my notes i have uh, a quote from emily fox josh has she been taken uh <laughs> when when we when we go into the room, we find out no, she is ditched. Uh, she has left her Coldplay parachutes poster behind and her iconic IKEA bed. She's out of there. She's out of there. So she's bailed. Bad strategy that she like went to bed and immediately left. You leave like an hour later. I think is the move, and that's not and what that she would did. be the next episode. That would be the next episode. So I guess it's a pilot. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, everything's happening all at once. Jack is getting called to go into CTU. Something is going on. Yes. Something is amiss. Uh, and so, he's like, "Terry, I'm so sorry. I'm so but sorry. Our, but our daughter leaving on hold. Yeah, I'll be back in an hour. You, if you could just like <laughs> hang out, and then I'll get back, and then we'll call all the people that she knows. You deal with that. So Kim and her friend Janet York and Emily multiple <laughs> times goes Ah, Janet. Uh, throughout the episode. Kim and Janet, they're, they're rocking to Sublime as they're on their way to the furniture store to hang out with Dan and Rick. Mm. Dan and Rick. But did you notice that on the way into the office, Kiefer calls this, like, no-good-looking guy. Vincent. Yeah. Vincent, who looks like uh, Benvolio from uh, from uh, wow, Romeo from Romeo Juliet. plus Juliet. Except Benvolio didn't have the word Irish tattooed across his back. Listen, I got news for you. We're never going to see Vincent again on the show. I'm pretty sure. So let's not spend much more time on Vincent other than the fact that, yeah, he existed and, yeah, he sucked. Jack is on his way into CTU. He sees a picture of David Palmer on the bus and he starts to thinking. He's like scratching the back of his head. He's like, what's mm. going on mm. here? Yeah. Uh, what's happening here? Uh, meanwhile, we go and we see Kim and Janet meeting up with Dan and Rick and Dan and Janet have some history like they're already like hot and heavy for each other and Rick and Kim are meeting and Rick goes uh hey you must be Kim she goes oh you must be Rick do you like to party he goes yeah I like to party she goes cool just so happens I like to party too and then he has like a little four pack of tall boys like well then let's party because that's what young people do no you know what let's get this party started (laughs) on a Victorian Italianate settee and table set replica yes they're in a furniture (laughs) they're in a they're in a furniture store just like ripping shit up yeah except it's like the tackiest ugliest old school replica furniture they're going absolutely ape um me what because i didn't go all the way with ape shit oh now i just did yeah i'm so sorry about that um all right so back at ctu jack is there um he suspects like we got to call everybody in let's like get a detail on on uh, david palmer's team uh and tony almeida shows up and he's my guy what do you think tony almeida's soul patch iconic i just want to touch it you just want to touch it. With my finger. Yeah. Oh, people love the soul patch. Uh, soul patch. Iconic piece. Do they? Uh, Antonio, <laughs> Antonio Almeida for sure. Antonio Almeida for sure. It's like a, it's, a, it's an iconic piece of his look. I want you to take this as an assignment for next time. To grow a soul patch? No. Because I can't. To think about <laughs> Because I really can't do it, even if I wanted I know. to. <laughs> to think about a soul patch that's like the most positive soul patch you've seen and the worst 
soul patch. Okay, I'll, I'll try and do it in counting. Which one would you touch best and which soul, one would you not Best soul patch, to Tony Almeida. Worst soul patch, shut up, Tim. Um, shut up, Tim, listener to the podcast. I was just dragging shut up, Tim. I love you, shut up, Tim. Your soul patch is fantastic. Um, okay, so... Uh, You're really flying right now. Yeah, well, we've, we're on the clock, Fox. Uh, so at CTU... We're halfway through, by the way. I know, shut up. I gotta go. Richard Walsh shows up. Richard Walsh is like, yeah, I was just at a soiree. I don't know if you know me. I'm from Sea of Love with Al Pacino. Uh, and he shows up and Jack is there and Jamie is there. Jamie is like the little computer person who helps Jack out. Nina Myers is there. She's Jack's guy. She's like her uh, his his right hand woman. And Tony is there. And Walsh is like, hey, okay, so uh, pretty sure it's gonna be David Palmer today. Bad things are gonna happen to David Palmer. Yeah. And Tony Almeida, who had given Jack a little bit of guff about this, is like kind of shut up. There's like, okay, because Jack wasn't right. Uh, and Walsh sits Jack down. He says, hey. Can we hang out for a second? Because I gotta tell you, there might be some internal handiwork here. We we we're gonna we're gonna need you to be on mole patrol. Uh, there may be a mole, an inside element. There may be an agent. Uh, and Jack's like, I don't know if I'm the guy you want to do this. Like, I busted a few people who took bribes a couple years ago. And yeah. Walsh is like, Shut up, Jack. Know, yeah. Shut up, Jack. I don't care. You're the guy for this. You're the only one I trust. Don't trust anybody. Uh, we never, we don't know who the shooter is. The shooter could be coming from anywhere, man. And it's 1220 in the morning and cut to the skies approaching California. There's as, a hitman on a plane. As there's a hitman on the plane or a hit woman as it's going to turn out. Josh! Well, you've seen you the- You said no spoilers. Well, through the ep- the context of the episode, I assume that I mean, you've seen the episode. they they do all sorts they of stuff. They do all sorts of stuff. He's Martin Belkin. He's a photographer. He's going to be taking photos. What a terrible uh, name. Uh, Martin Belkin. Lots of names like that on 24. He also has terrible hair. He's going to be taking votes. He's going to be taking votes for, for, for David Palmer. Um, meanwhile, uh, uh, Jack is going to get a, a panicked phone call um, from Terry saying, I found three joints I found in her three desk. joints in Kim's desk. I found three joints. I know it's not the end of the world, but three joints. And Kim, meanwhile, is having a, a, I think the thing to be more concerned about with Kim is she's talking to Rick on a rooftop and being like, yeah, my dad was a surfer. But he's dead now. Can I tell you my notes on this? Yes. I found three joints in her desk. Surprise. She has she had a terrible boyfriend with Irish tattooed on his back and is dancing on furniture. P.S. She's a sociopath for lying about her dad being alive. Kim has a lot going on. She's a very troubled youth. Uh, meanwhile, at CTU, here comes George Mason, played by Xander Berkeley, perennial that guy, perennial that bad guy. Like he's constantly playing some yeah, sort like of douche. I recognize him. But Air he's Force like One. So he's things. the crooked. Uh, he's the crooked uh, Secret Service member in Air Force One. He gets uh, murdered in the face by the T one thousand in Terminator Two. This is the current moment that I wrote in my notes. No one seems tired. No one is tired yet. No one is tired yet. Uh, and so he's going to give Jack some clearance to like do his like his search for all the stuff going into Palmer, but he won't give up the source of how they found it out. And Jack really wants that information, um, but George is not going to give it up because he has no respect for Jack. But Jack knows he needs this information if he's going to be able to proceed at all. So Jack decides to really kick this up a notch. Bam! With a bit of garlic, uh, emerald style, where he goes down and instead of getting garlic from a pantry he gets a tranquilizer dart gun from a pantry stuffs it into a binder walks back upstairs into the room with george mason and kneecaps him 
Do you want to see what I wrote? Yes. I wrote, darts this dude. He darts this dude. <laughs> he darts this dude. And it's like the first moment of Jack Bauer, who, if you even haven't watched 24, I think is like legendarily remembered as like, he's a disruptor. He'll go crazy. He'll do all sorts. He'll kill lots of people. He does lots of crazy stuff. In the pilot, really the crazy thing he does is he just like kneecaps his boss with a tranquilizer dart. That is fairly extreme, but we're only going to go up from there, Fox. So that's just... Uh, all right, I look that's, forward to that's it. That's the baseline. Um, so Jack's going to try and like cook up some blackmail on George while he's unconscious. He tells Nina, you got 30 minutes or less. There's only 30 minutes left in the episodes, and it's 30 minutes or less. God, we all, have less time than that to explain all, the rest. That's all that we've got. Meanwhile, Terry's getting, go, a, go, go. Terry's getting a phone call from Alan York. Alan York's like, hey, I'm Alan York. I'm Janet's dad. Uh, Janet's I missing. this was the least convincing part of the entire episode. <laughs> Why? Why? I wrote, parental crossover is the least convincing part. <laughs> My daughter Janet wrote down your daughter's number. I don't know what your daughter's name is. Amazing. It's like the most improbable scenario <laughs> in every sense of the word. Yeah, you know who your friends, uh, who, yeah, who like, your daughter's you best know, friend is. Yeah, and at least you could be like... I think that Janet is friends with... Is if if Janet's my daughter's name, I'm not sure. Like, it, come on. Is it Kim? Yeah. Um, throughout all of this, Jack is going to get Nina, uh, who who it seems like he has some history with, um, uh, which, Emily, you seemed unsurprised by because you said, uh, of course, Jack Bauer has a type. He likes to go for a short quaff because uh, <laughs> Nina true. Myers has very short hair. He's going to have true. Tina go to Tony to try to manipulate Tony into getting some blackmail on George Mason. Uh, meanwhile, Jack... I think Tony just got jealous, though. He he gets very jealous. I mean, he's he and Nina kind of have the hots for each other right now. Nina and Jack seemingly maybe had the hots for each other. So Tony maybe doesn't like Jack so much. Might be a thing. A little oh, bit of a, Mr. Clean. A little right? bit of, oh, and what's, what's Jack, Mr. Clean? And I wrote, yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's really cleaned up pretty well right now. He probably showered freshly before he was about to go to bed. We have a, a little more than five minutes left on the okay. clock here. Oh, God. Um, so, so this ja- is a really great exercise in seeing if This is fun. No, I'm having a blast. Down. I hope everyone else is enjoying it. I don't know if they are. They might be really stressed out. No, uh, well, I'm <laughs> I'm stressed out, but it's like good stress. Okay. Uh, so Jack has uh, Jack goes to Jamie. He's like, "Hey, Jamie, can you hack somebody? If I tell you to hack somebody, he's like, yeah, if you got a warrant.' He's like, don't got a warrant, but it's my daughter, so it's cool. Uh, so she hacks uh, Kim's email account, uh, Kim's AOL password. Life sucks. One word. Um, if anyone out there has a password like that, change it. Change it. That's a hackable password for sure. It's twenty twenty. Yeah, your you've you've now. had time. It's been twenty years. So Kim, Kim and Rick are like, all right, let's hang out on the weekend. Let's make out right now, though. And so they're making out. And meanwhile, in the furniture store, Danit and Danit, <laughs> Dan and Janet. This is the best part of the Dan show. Dan and Janet straight up boning, and they're not the only ones who are going to be boning. Uh, meanwhile, on the airplane, the photographer and the woman he's sitting next to, Mandy, she's like. Oh, have I seen any of your photographs? You're it doesn't into, matter. It doesn't matter. In, she's the terrorist. You're into David Palmer. So, she's the one. So they're going to go bone. They're she's gonna, bad. She's bad. She's bad. She's the one. Um, Palmer at his hotel suite, he's giving his wife a foot massage after doing a great impression of a bear where he goes, uh, and she <laughs> she seems to love it. She loves the foot massage. I'm so sorry, Emily, that I don't give you foot massages. Um, I know that that is... Your fingers get too tired. My hands, my hands get tired. My hands get tired. I think I could really only do about 10, 20 seconds of he massage. Work. He goes, I'm so sorry. And we don't have time to so get tired. into my masseuse details. I think we do. Maureen Kingsley from Maureen. the network. Maureen Kingsley from the network calls and uh, has uh, needs a quote from Palmer. He says, if you air that allegation, 
This conversation is over, Maureen. And uh, Sherry, uh, David's wife, is like, David, what was that? As he, why aren't you talking to me about that? He's like, no, the every, glass door. everything's cool. Everything's cool. 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 No, cool. No, 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 As no, he no. very slowly yeah. closes this glass partition between them. I think that that's them. the most passive aggressive, excellent move. Very passive aggressive. Yeah. Uh, really, really funny. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Shuts door. Shuts slowly. shuts door slowly. All right. So Jack Bauer uh, is telling Nina, like, all right, well, we've got to do this. And by the way, you never compromise. Compromising's bad. You look the the other way once, and then soon you're compromising all the goddamn time. So don't do it. Don't ever do it. And it's like Jack Bauer, twenty four went for nine ish seasons. Clearly, you're going to compromise here and there. So words that he will eat, unlike the Jello. Um, Terry and Jan- <laughs> Terry and Janet's uh, parents. Uh, Terry and Janet's dad, Alan York. They're going to go to the Valley. They know that Kim is in the Valley. Um, but Kim now has turned her phone on. She's like, shit, mom called me five times. I got to go. And Dan's like, don't be such a loser. And Janet's like, yeah, Kim. And so Dan and Janet really wanted to keep partying. But Rick's like, yeah, just come into the van. We'll drop you off for sure. It's totally going to happen. And this is when we cut to uh, uh, Martin, Belkin, and Mandy are boning in the in the lavatory. Whereas Emily declared, MHC, Mile High Club. Uh, you were scandalized by this. You were very scandalized by this. Yeah. Um, Jack wakes up George Mason, gets the source. He's like, yeah, I know that you gave Philippe Darcy. You took that money from him. And George is like, don't tell anybody. All right, here's your source. You're going to regret this someday, buddy. And Jack's like, yeah, we'll see about Hurry. that. Two uh, minutes left. We got two minutes left, MacGruber. <laughs> uh, Mandy blows up the plane. Mandy is revealed to be the terrorist. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was the seat partner all along. And Emily, you were like legitimately shocked by that. I was like, oh. You have like you, you like gasped out loud. You really had no idea that anything like that was. Well, coming. I thought she was just going to blow out the door. No, she blew up the door and then she blew up the plane. Yeah, that's fair. And this was a big reason why the premiere was delayed. It was going to be in September and of two thousand one. And then Kim is taken. We go to the valley, and uh, Alan York and Terry's car passes Dan's van. Well, no, it doesn't pass. They in the night, get cut off. they almost they, get cut yeah, off. There's like a. And so it turns out that you were right. Kim has been taken. I feel really good about that. And Jack was on his way to like figure out what's going on with Kim he's like alright I'm gonna leave I'm gonna forward all my calls to my cell I'm gonna go be a good dad but then Tony is like hey literally two minutes ago a 747 blew up in the air it's actually probably closer to 40 seconds ago and you're gonna have to deal with that and that's when Jack's like oh this is gonna be the longest day of my life and that's the pilot that's the pilot of 24 first episode alright um, so did final, you love it final 20 what would you? what would you give it as a grade I would give it an A minus. An A minus is really good, Emily. That's so much better than I expected from you. Yeah. So you really liked it. Yeah. Not fantastic. I look forward to hearing what other teenage angsty songs they think. Yo, the teenage angst is real. We're in the thick of it. There's a lot of teenage angst on 24, and we're about to get into it. So the next episode, we're going to get into it tomorrow, 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. What kind of hijinks are happening in the valley in Los Angeles from 1 a.m. to 2 a.m.? We're going to find out very, very soon. Emily Fox, this is the worst day ever, but this is a great time here on Post Show Recap. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the tweets at Round Howard and at Emilet. Let us know what you're thinking of the podcast and how you are dealing with your own 24 journey. Bye. We did it. Oh, my God. We did it. Look at it. Yeah, we did it. We did that a year ago, and we will be back next week with our episode two recap. Not tomorrow. Not later this week. Next week as we do this one week at a time. I hope you enjoyed it. We're having so much fun getting back into it. Really excited for you to hear the rest of this podcast. We'll be back next week with episode two. Bye, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an 
offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.